Welcome to episode three of Deep Astrology podcast. I'm Patrick, and I'm going to be talking about, I guess, the the aftermath of our eclipse in Scorpio and Taurus, the aftermath and our aftercare uh, for those of us who were feeling it, um, because we've you know we're going to have the a lot of the the culprits that were involved in the eclipse, I mean, they're all going to basically be in the same place for the next few weeks and until the next lunation, which will be completely in the sign of Scorpio, will be the new moon in Scorpio on November 13th. So we'll not only have uh, the sun there, but the moon as well, where it is in its fall or detriment. I'm, I always get those two confused, but it's not happy. The moon is not happy in Scorpio. And right now we've got the Sun, Mars, and Mercury in Scorpio. So there's a fair amount of, uh, you know, pressure to, to communicate something from that deep, uh, watery element. You know, the the fixed water, the deep, deep emotions, uh, which are the domain of, of Scorpio which uh, often remain hidden, you know, and people call Scorpio secretive, but I think it's really just a recognition on this, the part of the Scorpio person that, uh, you know, what they have just to say is not always welcome, and there's a kind of a time and a place for it, for, for that really deep uh, emotional, you know, information. Um, so we may have had some of that come up over the uh, eclipse, some old deep emotions that were buried for, you know, some reason. And as I say, you know, with the, the Mars, Mercury and the sun there, there's going to be an urge to express. And uh, I guess what I'm here to tell you is, you know, take some time, take care of yourself, don't feel like you have to express it all at once there's there's plenty of time and the, the thing i'm seeing in the sky right now uh is that everything is in uh, a feminine or yin sign except for chiron in aries which doesn't really help you know it being chiron uh we have the nodes in aries and, and libra so that's that's a masculine sign but yeah all the planets including the moon are in a feminine feminine sign either earth or water so what do you get when you mix earth and water you get mud you know so i think there's going to be a tendency to get bogged down by uh emotional realities or mundane realities right now and you know there's nothing wrong with the feminine signs it's but there is just uh an overabundance of it right now so if there's you know if you can bring some some of your own air energy some of your own fire energy to the situation i think it's gonna it's gonna help you know the earth is like what physically happened and, and uh, water is how, how do we feel about it uh then we get to air and it's you know naming the components and, and kind of understanding how it all works and then when we get to fire it's like well what does it all mean and what does this mean to me so uh 
you know, they're all important in the process of apprehending reality and, and dealing with, with reality. And if we're all completely uh, in an earth water mode, uh, then there's going to be a tendency to sort of act without thinking and without really thinking about, you know, where those actions are going to lead and, and all that. So, um, you know, I think journaling would be a great thing to do right now. Very airy, uh, you know, thing to do. Um, and, it, you know, it's a way to express what's coming up uh, without necessarily having to express it to the person that it might be about and, and to get a perspective on it and, you know, to, to name it for yourself and to bring that fire energy in and, and think about, okay, what does it all mean? You know, where do we all go from, from here? So yeah, you will have to find that air and fire energy in yourself or in someone close to you because it's just not out there very much in the sky it, it, it just isn't and um that will be going on until venus enters libra on november 8th and that will be the first uh kind of break on that well we will have uh you know the moon will be going into uh bouncing back and forth from feminine signs to masculine signs so we'll be you know i'm recording this on the 29th i believe tomorrow it'll it'll go into gemini for two and a half days and then it'll go back into a feminine sign cancer so the moon's going to kind of be bouncing back and forth everything else is going to be uh in earth or water so yeah venus into libra will be you know very nice for two reasons one it's it's putting something in you know uh a masculine sign and that sign happens to be the sign of balance and it happens to be uh you know uh, one of the signs that that libra rules so that venus rules excuse me so that will help that will be on the 8th and then on the 10th mercury will slip into sagittarius so we'll have another um planet in in a in a you know, this time a fire sign and a masculine sign. And those two planets will be uh, sextile for most of the month, you know, even b before Mercury goes into Sag. I mean, they're kind of, it's kind of building. Um, and uh, yeah, so that will be nice, uh, you know, to have those two planets working together. So any communication you want to do, you know, after the 10th, and I would give it maybe a day uh, or two because as Mercury enters Sag, it will be square to uh, Saturn in Pisces. So, you know, that might not be the best day to communicate something, especially on the emotional level. So, you, uh, but certainly, you know, getting toward the new moon on the 13th, uh, I think it's going to be a much better uh, time to talk about anything that came up during this eclipse or post-eclipse, you know, because uh, the eclipse just happened yesterday, you know, and so stuff may have come up this weekend, but it may, you know, be coming up all week, all week long, the next couple of weeks.
So, um, yeah, and then after, but yeah, we need to talk about the new moon because, yes, uh, we did have some good news with Mercury and Venus going into masculine signs and being in sextile and all those good things. Uh, but now the new moon on the 13th is likely to bring back uh, some of these deep emotions with and now with uh, the moon in Scorpio. And we have Mars very close, much closer to this lunation than it was uh, at the yesterday's eclipse, actually. So, and the Mars is going to be opposite. Um, I'm going to try and move up here in my program. Mars will be opposite. Uh, Mars and the Sun will be opposite Uranus and Taurus. So pretty volatile energy here uh, in this new moon. Um, and uh, yeah, I think it rivals really the eclipse energy, you know, for all the reasons that I, I spoke of. So, um, you know, I did talk about the eclipse yesterday on the 28th as being the end of a series in Taurus and Scorpio and hopefully the, the beginning of some, uh, you know, sense of healing or, um, you know, uh, just summing things up, um, uh, and, and, you know, I'm not taking any of that back, but I, you know, I do want to, uh, say that, you know, it might take some time and I don't think it's going to be <laughs> the next two or three weeks, you know, cause we've got some pretty intense, uh, energy coming up, you know, with, you know, obviously we go through Scorpio season every year. Uh, you know, this time we've got, the Mars right along there with, with the sun, um, really amping things up. Uh, we've got that Uranus energy. So, yeah, I just wanted to, um, kind of alert you all to that, uh, you know, that, uh, we're still in kind of, a Scorpio mode and we will be for a while and to take care and to, uh, you know, maybe try some of those things that I talked about, uh, maybe the journaling, but yeah, definitely in the next couple of weeks until the 10th or the, or the 11th, you know, it's going to be, um, a time when you want to, you know, if, if you're thinking about communicating some deep emotional issues, probably good to take a step back and, um, do some journaling about it and then tackle it. If you still feel like you need to tackle it. And I would say that that goes for the whole rest of the month, really until the sun goes into Sag on the 22nd and Mars goes into Sag on the, on the 24th. Yeah, I, I would, I would say that goes for the whole month, you know? So I did want to get this out there because, uh, I felt, uh, it was important. So thanks for, for listening. And I will be back. I still, I'm going to finish up what I've uh, started talking about on uh, my first episode with, with the trauma and the birth chart. And uh, I'll be going into uh, Saturn, Chiron, and Uranus as, um, as relates to that, uh, to the trauma and the birth chart and also the gifts or lessons that they bring, you know, along with the 
the uh, difficulties. All right, so I uh, hope you're all doing well and taking care of yourself, and I will talk to you next time.